Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today to Off the Bench. Today is Friday, March 12th, and today we're going to answer some questions and talk about the headlines. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. for joining me today at my little corner of the internet. Before we get started, I want to let you guys know a couple of things. In just under six weeks, I'm going to be speaking at the Minnesota Association of Christian Home Educators for their 2021 event called Get Together. And they're holding it, wait for it, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You know what? I love South Dakota. Governor Kristi Noem, oh my goodness. These guys are actually doing it right. They're allowing the American people to practice, wait for it, personal responsibility. This is a large part of what our country was founded on, and it's so wonderful to see homeschool families getting together again. If you guys would like to come out, I would love to see you there. Tickets are going to go fast. And so if you're in the area, reserve yours today. Go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Also wanted to say thanks to everybody who continues to leave reviews for this show over at iTunes. So we are moving the needle clicking up to 10,000 reviews. And we're getting there slowly but surely. If you guys haven't left a review, or even if you have and you want to freshen it up, please go to iTunes or wherever reviews can be left. You can give us a five-star review and write about why you like the podcast. So that would encourage us. Same thing is true for the books that I've written. Anywhere that book reviews are available, if you have been encouraged by Becoming Momstrong or Bible Promises for Moms or any of the books that I've written, Prayers for the Battlefield, you guys, it encourages us greatly and it helps us get the message out there if you would be so kind as to leave reviews for that. Also, you guys, I'm having a kickoff event coming up on Monday. So doors open for this event at 6.30 p.m. It's my campaign kickoff event. Heidi St. John is running for Congress, running for Washington State's 3rd Congressional District to represent you guys in the House of Representatives. And uh, I had an opportunity just last night to speak to a lot of people in Cowlitz County about why I am running for the House of Representatives. You guys, we need to understand the Constitution. We need to understand representative government. And forever and ever, amen, we have been bossed around by bureaucrats and people who have been in Washington, D.C., telling you that the rules are really good for you, but not for them for a very long time. We are seeing racism at the highest levels of government now. They're dividing us by race. They're dividing us by creed. You guys, a house divided against itself cannot stand. I am excited to be doing this with my family. We are going for it, you guys. We are running for the House of Representatives and we need your help. You guys can get on board to help us by going to HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. We have a very large fundraising goal that we need to meet. And it's important, you guys. It costs a lot of money to run these races now. It's I'm learning a lot. And running for any kind of political position right now, particularly when we're talking about federal races. These races are all about endorsements, early endorsements, and they are about raising enough money so that we can get the message out to the people. And so if you guys are encouraged by what I am doing here, and if you say, yeah, it's time to send ordinary people like Heidi St. John, homeschooling mom of seven and a grandmother, it's time to send people who love this country and are proud of it and proud to be part of, uh, 
the most amazing country on the face of the earth, then I need your help right now to go to Washington, D.C. and be a voice for the people. That's what a representative government does, right? We are a voice because we live in the United States, a government of the people, by the people and for the people. And right now we're watching the left absolutely hijack as much as they can the narrative of freedom in this country. This country was founded on the idea of personal responsibility. We believe in individual liberty and the left is pushing a socialist agenda. We've talked about socialism ad nauseum here at the podcast for several years. And I'm going to encourage you guys off the bench and onto the battlefield right in your area. Look to see what openings are there for school board. Can you get on your library board? Can you run for city council? What can you do to affect change and bring salt and light back into the conversation? I was reading this morning uh, out of uh, the book of Second Peter, Actually, I was reading out of 1 Peter chapter 3, and I was encouraged enough to read this to you, starting in verse 8. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers. Be tenderhearted. Be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. You guys, we are surrounded right now by people who are doing evil things. They're doing evil things inside of our government. They're doing evil things in pushing abortion. They're doing evil things in promoting godless agendas and transgenderism to our youngest people in the United States. You guys, we need to defend what God says is right. And we need to defend our children. Who is speaking up for our children? And so we have an opportunity to do that right now. My my life motto and here at the podcast for a long time has been off the bench. We need to get off the bench and onto the battlefield, off the sidelines and onto the front lines. And you guys are learning this right now, that the people on the other side of the aisle, the people that would push a radical agenda of abortion on demand without apology for any reason at any time in pregnancy, right up to the moment of birth, this is wickedness. It is wickedness, and we have an opportunity to stand against it. And I'm hoping that you guys are going to be really rising from where you are and letting your voices be heard. The church has been silent for too long, and right now we've got an opportunity. And I'm excited about what's coming. I'm excited to see you guys get off the bench and onto the battlefield and see what God will do when his people actually engage. You guys are continuing to send us great questions here at the podcast. I told you the other day, I'm going to try to stick to it, try to answer more questions as they come in and hopefully encourage you guys. So we love hearing from you. You can leave messages for us at anchor.fm and we hope you guys will do that. Carrie from Brentwood, Tennessee. She said, Heidi, my husband is not a believer. He says, quote, I hate God and God hates me and other choice words. I'm not confrontational. I just pray for him. My girls and I go to church weekly. We're doing devotions daily. We don't hide our faith. My kids are five and seven. And now my seven-year-old gets sad that dad doesn't come to church. And I tell her that he gets to choose and he gets to choose when he's ready to love Jesus. I continue to pray for him. 
and my heart is hurting. How can I navigate this at home? All right, so a couple of things, sweet Carrie. First of all, you're doing the right thing, right? The Bible says that we are to pray for our husbands and husbands are to pray for and love their wives. And the fact that your husband isn't on the same page with you as a believer is a more opportunity for you to be that sweet fragrance of Jesus Christ. You know, we're not gonna win anybody over by being a jerk. We're not gonna win anybody over by nagging, right? We don't wanna do that. The Bible is very clear that your husband will be won over not by your words, but by your actions and by the love of Christ that you have in your heart that spills over to him in every aspect of your relationship. So love him well. Love him well. I talk about this all the time here at the show. You guys, the most precious thing that you will ever have short of your faith in Jesus is the relationships that you are nurturing with your husbands and your wives and with your children and with the people that God has placed directly in your life. And we do this by being full of mercy and tenderness and engaging people from a position of love. All right. And The left has done a really good job of hijacking the narrative, right? We're hijacking the words even of Jesus talking about loving each other. And now you're here to hear the left say love is love. We know that's not what they actually mean. They're not talking about uh, the love of Christ or they're not talking about love that is pure, right? And undefiled as we read about it in the word of God. And you have an opportunity to, to exhibit that kind of love right now. And this is what you tell your kids. Hey, Girls, let's pray for him. We, I am so glad that I married your dad. I am, you have a wonderful dad, and let's pray for him. You guys, let's start there. All right, Carrie, I'm praying for you. Hang in there um, and let me know how it goes. I think that God's got good things coming up for you. Jennifer from Maryland, Heidi, we need a new moral majority back. Jennifer? You are not wrong. We need to get churches organized when it comes to uh, being ecclesiastical, right, in the community, like the late Reverend Jerry Falwell Sr., who started with Reagan. Can you lead it? All right, Jennifer. (laughs) Uh, You know what? The Lord is asking me to do something I never thought that I would ever consider doing, right? I'm running for Congress right now, running for the House of Representatives. Someone said the other day that freshman representatives really have very little influence. Well, I think that we can change that. I think that when um, when people stop pretending that what we're seeing happening right now with, re- with regard to the culture, right? We've got a man up for uh, health and human services right now, thanks to the Biden administration, a man who believes that he's a woman, clearly very confused. I saw a picture of him in a little Alice in Wonderland type dress the other day. This is a guy with serious problems. And I don't know about you, but I am tired of pretending that this is okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is not what we want for our children, right? Most of us can agree. This is not what we want for our children. It's not healthy. It's not normal. The emperor has no clothes. You guys all know the story, right? That the people were just, they, you know, they're watching their emperor out there with no clothes and everyone, and everyone started saying, look at his amazing outfit. Wow, he looks good in that. And we watch what happens when peer pressure sets in and we're afraid to speak the truth. Well, it starts, Jennifer, by speaking the truth. 
we are we can all be part of returning this nation to a foundation of a moral high ground and telling the truth and speaking the truth in love. We don't have to be a jerk about it, right? But to say that somebody who's trying to influence our children from the highest positions of authority in our country who clearly is mentally ill is anything but that, that's not loving and that's not kind. And so part of the reason why I'm running for Congress is to bring common sense back to our government to say, hey, can we just start having conversations that are rooted in reality? And we need to start there, right? And it begins by people not depending only on their elected officials. It, it's everybody. This is a representative government. That means everybody participates. And so, Jennifer, I would say start with your own church. Start by supporting financially people that you see. I mean, everyone listening to this, you guys, people that are running for office right now, if you see a good candidate that's worthy of your support, particularly if they're running in your area or if they're running for a federal seat like Senate or Congress, these people need your financial support. And we can start putting our money where our mouth is and actually saying, hey, how about my pastor getting involved and saying, you guys, look what's happening in our government right now, which we're going to talk about this more in a moment. But the headlines coming out of Washington, D.C. and out of the federal government right now and actually out of state governments are devastating. Why? Because we have people that have ascended to the highest positions of authority in our land who lack common sense or they lack the will to say, oh no, that's not right. We need to turn the ship around, all right? So Jennifer, I love that question. I'm praying with you that more people that have um, a sense of right and wrong that is rooted in scripture would rise uh, to positions of authority in this country. Next question comes from a new listener. She says, Heidi, you're convincing me that the public education system in our nation is on fire. How do I do damage control for my older teen? I haven't lost him to leftism, but seeds have definitely been planted. I want to make the most of my time and influence before he's grown. Any resources? First of all, if you guys aren't checking out what my friend Rick Green is doing at the Patriot Academy, I'm going to direct you there today. Our kids need to know about the founding of this nation. So the 1619 Project, which is absolute garbage on its face, uh, erases the actual founding of our nation, erases 1776, erases the 4th of July, erases Thomas Jefferson, erases George Washington. Why? Because they want your children to believe that our country is inherently racist. I noticed that a, a grocery store the other day has, you know, the tags they put at the bottom of things that are on sale, you know, they're like right now we see things that are locally sourced. Like here in my neck of the woods, I could go to my grocery store and I'll see a little tag under, I don't know, corn or whatever. And it'll say locally sourced. And I, and I think to myself, oh, I want to support these guys because they live in my community. Well, I saw a grocery store and their tag say under a bag of rice, this is a black owned business. And under a bag of beans, this is Hispanic-owned business. Can you guys imagine the outrage if they just said this is a white-owned business? You guys, this is racism. That actually is racist. And what we are allowing to have happen in our country right now is turning us back to the dark ages and turning us against each other based on race. And it's wrong. And this is what is being taught to our children in the schools. And so I always tell people, if you want to keep your kids in the schools, you're going to have to put on your armor every day, become a warrior, be willing to stand in the gap for your kids, start telling your kids, oh, no, 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 that's wrong. This is why I'm a huge proponent of school choice, right? I believe that these schools, which are so broken and so backwards, if you realize, oh my goodness, they're teaching the 1619 Project and critical race theory, another thing that's just absolute garbage, look it up. Look it up, you guys. I'm watching Christian leaders embracing this garbage from their pulpits. If you are going to a church right now and they're they are trying to be woke, 
run for your life. Run for your life. The only way to to really protect them right now is to take them out of the public school system. I'm a proponent, like I said a moment ago, of school choice. If the schools are underperforming, if they're teaching this racist garbage in the school, the parents should be able to go to the principal and say, hey, I noticed that you guys are implementing critical race theory and so we're out. I'll be withdrawing my child. And that sends a signal to the school district that the money is going to go with the child. Never been more important than it is right now. Abby from North Dakota. Heidi, I'm going to start homeschooling for the first time. Woot, woot. I have five kids, seventh grade down to kindergarten. Do you have any recommendations for how to begin this thing? It seems like all the information I've come across is starting homeschooling with little kids. I'm a little bit nervous about what to do with my middle schoolers. Absolutely, Abby. I'm always going to direct you to the Homeschool Legal Defense Association and you can click on the beginning homeschooling. There are lots and lots of resources for homeschooling, especially uh, the middle school and high school age. Also, I'm going to be coming to South Dakota and you're not that far away from me once I get there. So uh, check that out at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Definitely come to a homeschool event near you. If you guys are new to homeschooling, these events are lifelines. They really are. They're going to give you the nuts and bolts, not just telling you the why of homeschooling, but the how. I've been speaking on the homeschool circuit for 15 years. And I'm telling you what, it's an absolutely invaluable thing that you will do to show up and come to a homeschool conference. Find out where Teach Them Diligently is going to be. Find out when your state homeschool conference is going to be and attend these events. They took a huge hit because of the Rona and a lot of them are just hanging on by a thread. So you guys can get out there and support them. And I'm going to encourage you to do that. Thought it was interesting as I'm watching, I know a lot of you guys are watching too, the headlines that are coming out of Washington, D.C. right now. Are you guys are watching this? Are you? Have you noticed that we just passed a $1.9 trillion so-called COVID relief package? This is garbage. It's garbage. So first it passed the House, and now the U.S. Senate has passed this so-called coronavirus relief bill. You guys, we don't have $1.9 trillion. We straight up don't have it. Our country is going to go bankrupt. And we're going to go bankrupt thanks to Father Fauci and President Biden and all the all the Democrats on the left know how to do is tax and spend, tax and spend, tax and spend. We're going to take more money. Then we're going to print money because that's going to work. So the revised package that the Senate passed leaves out a proposal to raise the national hourly minimum wage to $15. So we dodged that bullet, right? But this relief bill named the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. I have to laugh. The American Rescue Plan Act is to plunge us further into crippling debt. So the first thing they're going to do is include a wide range of proposals, a new round of stimulus checks to households, right? Because we got all that kind of money. So here's just some of the major items from the package. $1,400 in direct payment to Americans, which is going to be the third round of checks issued by the federal government in one year. But don't worry. They're just going to print more. They're going to print more. So I don't know why they're not sending us $10,000 checks, right? Because all they got to do is uh, punch it into a computer and print it, right? Isn't that where money comes from? The printing press? Ugh. Anyway, it's more than the first $1,200 check that we got and the second $600 check that everybody was supposed to get, right? Under the plan, most families will receive a cash payment for each family member. The cash payments under the bill would phase out for taxpayers with income between $75,000 and $80,000 for single adults and $150,000 and $160,000 for married couples. Because people with $145,000 a year, we can, we, we'll bankrupt the country. That's okay. So the direct payment is more generous, obviously, this time. The Senate bill lowered the income cap to make it more targeted compared to the House version of the bill. 
The package provides $350 billion for state and local governments because we've got that right? It's amazing. The bill offers roughly $160 billion for vaccines, vaccine distribution, and the expansion of testing to address the pandemic. Republicans, of course, criticized the Democrats' plan for spending less than 9% on actual issues tied to ongoing health crises. So can I just say right now, you guys, that's the bottom line. So of this massive, massive $1.9 trillion, quote, COVID relief plan, wait for it, Less than 9% is actually related to COVID. It's ridiculous. The whole thing's ridiculous. The package is going to cost $1.9 trillion. I'm going to say it again. And it's going to go through 2031. But the ultimate cost, uh, analysts are saying, could be twice as high if some of the measures that provide temporary relief, such as unemployment, are extended beyond their expiration dates, which you know they're going to try to do. You guys, we need new representation. and We need it fast. We need it fast. The answer is not to tax and spend the American people. The answer is not to keep printing money. The answer is to unleash American innovation, give the American people their own money to spend, open up our states, let us get back to work, and stop sending our tax dollars around the world to kill babies at our expense. It's a shame what's happening right now in our nation, and we've got an opportunity to stand in the gap. I hope you guys will help me, HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. And I hope you guys have been encouraged by the podcast. If you've got questions that you'd like answered, please shoot them to me, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash mailbox Monday. We love hearing from you guys. We love it that you're leaving reviews for the podcast over at iTunes and reviews for my books wherever those are available. You guys, we are praying for you. I so appreciate the notes that we get, the financial support for the podcast. My husband and I obviously taken on a full-time job really now running for Congress on top of everything else. And we just, we covet your prayers. Again, I'm going to be doing a kickoff event right here next Monday, March 15th. Doors open at 630. Please come and say hello and see how you guys can get involved in helping us bring a narrative of real hope that is based on biblical principles back to our government. You guys, this is how our nation was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And the left has spent the last 50, 60 years stripping them out of government, stripping them out of our schools. And this is how it's left us a shell of the nation that we once were. And I am excited to see what you guys do as the Lord speaks to you and as you guys are listening, as you are spending time loving your families and walking with the Lord and asking the Lord to help you be the salt and light in the culture that he has called you to be. We love you guys. Thanks for listening today. We really appreciate it. And I will see you back here after the weekend is over on Monday at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Have a great weekend. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. 